0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Loose Change Podcast, where we have a few guys giving their two cents on everything hockey. Today, we'll be tackling Hockey Canada, the recent Matthew Kachuk trade, which took us all by surprise, um, and possibly getting into the line a resigning before Braden's Love Corner a little bit later on. Um, today, we're going to do a short episode. It's just Braden and me right now. Stuart might hop in a little bit, but uh, Braden, how's your week going?
1: It's been a week, it goes up, it goes down. And oh, ladies, you can think of some other things that do that. That being said, let's talk about things that are only going down right now. And that's Hockey Canada's reputation.
0: Great segue, I love it. Mm -hmm. They are going down in reputation for sure. I mean, just recently, they have the 03 scandal come out at the World Juniors, which marks two World Junior scandals in the last 20 years about sexual assault. Uh, sexual assault trigger warning for those listening we might be getting into it a little bit um, yeah
1: we will be and like and uh, okay so do we go into it or, or are we going to assume that most people are aware of what's going on? yeah
0: going? Uh, let's assume most people are aware if you haven't take a look i'm surprised you haven't seen it but i'm assuming you guys know about what's going on with the investigation uh the o3 investigation which is kind of new people might not know about Braden.
1: Yeah, so I guess quick rundown we can just give just in case is that uh, Hockey Canada has been covering up sexual assault uh, cases for years now. And it was uh, recently uh, released, I guess, some information that Hockey Canada has actually been taking money from registration funds. So, you know, not money from NHLers or CHLers or anything like that, but just money from the average, you know, house league player across Canada. And they'll take a percentage of that. To use it as a, uh, essentially as a rainy day fund, but not for like a nice little buy or an emergency fund, uh, but to cover up sexual assault cases. Uh, Wait, to so I didn't realize this.
0: Uh, you said that the fund is not even like funded by like, what was it fundraised by?
1: It, they would take like a percentage of registration fees. So like every oh, year, wow. my parents would, like time to go sign up my five-year-old kid for hockey. Hockey Canada goes, thanks, we'll take 1% of that. And we're going to go pay off this 18-year-old who raised her
0: girl. <laughs> right. Like that, okay. it, it's disgusting, right? It is and pretty it, bad,
1: man. It, you see that there's government officials getting involved in it, and it isn't like what's amazing too with the government involvement in it, in it is just like when was the last time you saw on left, you know, on both people on both sides of the aisle, everyone coming together on one issue.
0: That's a good point. You're talking conservatives, you're talking liberals, you're talking yeah, I don't uh, want to get too political on it
1: but nobody's yeah you don't have anybody going oh well this is just over whatever side media being a, no everybody's going yeah hockey can is fucked up and they need to like cover this like not cover this up but they got to be like they got to come forward for this right
0: yeah they have um, to explain what the fuck's been going down the last two decades and plus
1: the issue is that we're gonna want change immediately dude dude you can i don't want to be all like oh it's my fucking degree but do what to do but like a big part of what I had to study was, you know, I'm a commerce grad and specifically was management. And a big part of management is culture, right? How can you change culture? Sure. Culture can't there like the only way you can change culture immediately is like culture's made by the people who are within an organization. Sure. Yeah. Right? It takes time to change culture. The only right. way to do it fast is to get rid of everybody. That's true. In a different sense, kind of as an example the least they kind of did that back in what was it 2015 when they hired Shanahan
0: that's right where they
1: fired like all the scouts that's because they didn't like the culture of entitlement that they had developed they got rid of everybody so they could start their own culture from the top that's right hockey Canada and that's the other important thing right hockey Canada star- or hockey Canada culture starts at the top Um, like culture runs down from the top and hockey Canada's culture from the top as we see it's run dude fire everybody yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to continue, right? We see people from the '80s that are still involved, man. Like,
0: so it's going to be—I mean, there's going to be have to be some change. They are clearly trying to save themselves, PR-wise, as they said they're going to stop pulling from those that specific fund to yeah. pay for sexual assaults, right, Brayden? So they're I trying they had- to get better, but like even right now, the PR is terrible on them. Well, do you trust them? Like, they put out an—did a- you see the action plan released today? I did see the action plan they released today. And frankly, it it looks like it's a response instead of an initiative. You know what I mean? Dude,
1: that is like the Twitter notes, like getting canceled on Twitter equivalent of an organization responding to a, you know, big, uh, whatever you want. I don't even know what you want to call it. Like. Scandal. Yeah. Like it's the bare minimum. It's not acceptable. And even then, do you trust them to you know, follow through on anything that they said they were going to do. I don't.
0: I don't right yeah. now at all. I I like you said, unless leadership changes, because yes, the O3 thing was 20 years ago, but the 2018 thing was very recent. If there's still people in charge from what was there, if they don't take a stand and do something that makes me trust them again, I do not trust I, Hockey Canada in general. It runs so much
1: deeper than just Hockey Canada. It's hockey as a whole. You think and, the
0: culture, eh? The culture. Yes.
1: Yeah. Anyone who has dude, anyone who's been around just rep players know. I uh, mean, yeah. I'm uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> no one right. listening is gonna go, oh yeah, rep players are like, dude, fucking double A kid, A E. Kids playing fucking AE. You'll see just treat i don't want to generalize i don't like, want to
0: generalize either but it That's is tough. like it's an overwhelming That's That's thing not. of like
1: you'll see them no i don't give a fuck you know but hockey
0: culture does promote it let's, Dude, let's there's be a honest. book
1: jordan tutu's not, book yeah you remember jordan tutu it's, this has been making the rounds recently in his book he brags about like how players you know in junior at the world juniors both you know in the international stage and just the national stage in the chl you know he brags about how uh there's always girls that were willing once they had a couple drinks and then to go into a room with multiple guys.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh, really like bragging about, bragging it. about it. It. it, bragging about it. Yeah.
1: And uh, it was tough
0: to watch. So tough there's player.
1: Yeah. So there's players that, you know, and that's their mindset is, Oh, uh, they were loving it, man. It was a sick. Are you kidding me? Like it's ingrained in it. There's a president of the WHL. There was a gang rape case in the late nineties. Um, and the man. president of the WHL, his response to it was, "Oh, it's it, my understanding is that it's not the girl's first time in this, or she's been around the Kip." I think is what he said.
0: We are an anti-sexual assault podcast. Yeah, and
1: obviously, like this is the late 1990s, and this is 2022, and I, I'm not going to excuse what the guy said, but I think uh, the way that we view um,
0: we're much more closer whole, now. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, I I think there's been a lot of learning, but even then, that's not something that like there's never an excuse for sexual assault.
0: Of, right? course
1: not. of course um, not. Um, and really, but to me though, like that guy's still employed with uh hockey Canada or the I can't remember it was hockey. And that's Canada. the problem. It's these guys that still have jobs, and that shift, I guess, in where people have learned and you know how we view sex and uh everything. There is just do you think these guys have learned or do you think they've just learned to keep their fucking mouth shut?
0: Right. And people can change, but like, as we've seen from what's happened inside hockey Canada, the culture has clearly not been changed enough. And we demand the loose change podcast is demanding better from them Dude, get rid of
1: everybody should be fired. There should be nobody with a job at hockey Canada still does in any executive position
0: or knew anything about either uh sexual assault. If there's any proof of that, I, I think I call for your job.
1: Yeah, and then uh, that's the other issue, though, too, is like why I think you maybe you just have to fire everybody and make a new organization is that hockey is such a bro. I don't want to say bro sport or like, you know what I mean? It's an old boys club. You know that they're going to fucking ho- cover for each other as much as they can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No yeah. one's going to be completely transparent. And oh, yeah, here's what they you know. You know, this guy knows this. This guy knew that. Everybody knew. Look at the Chicago Blackhawks. And the Kyle Beach situation, that whole yeah. fucking team knew. We only have two players that have come forward saying that everybody knew, and they're players that aren't in the league anymore. Yeah. Right? I think
0: it's really cool that Rick Westhead and Katie Strang have been so important over the last few years, starting with the Blackhawks thing. They were big on that, and they are just as big. They Rick Westhead is the one that brought up the 03 thing to Hockey Canada. It is insane how if it weren't for those two Reporters and writers, Katie String and Rick Westhead, mm-hmm. this probably wouldn't even be as big of a story. And thank God for them. I shout out their reporting. Yep. A lot of I've actually seen on Twitter some like bad mouthing of them because they all they do is dig for dirt. If there's dirt, I wanna see it. You know what I mean? I think they do a great job.
1: Don't have dirt. Like
0: th- yeah. that's the easy, but don't have dirt. And like
1: <sighs> it... Yeah, if you haven't read their work, like go read the articles that they've put out because yeah, they'll do the it way better than us. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's where you're really going to get the most out of it. Um, but like, we've seen reports with people saying hockey Canada has been garbage for a while, right? And like, that it's just a bad organization that there's issues within. I, I don't know. I think you got to burn it all to the ground. Like, and yeah, it's on both sides. Like, honestly, if you know, even if you want to be one of those fucking dickheads that goes, oh, you know, not believe anything there even on the hockey side of things, hockey's like Canada's falling behind the hockey registration rates are falling rapidly. It's getting too expensive to play. People don't want to play it. This being a huge reason why, um, and our development's falling behind the States are going to become the best hockey Canada or uh, hockey country in the world.
0: Mm, wow. I like that. Take be, you think, uh, by 2030, they might be the best hockey country in the world. Dude. Next Olympics. Easy. You think so?
1: Just look at the recent players coming out.
0: Kachucks, or, Matthews, Kachucks,
1: Matthews, um, fuck all the goalies that they're having
0: they have better goaltending and their defense you I to think about the McAvoy, Hughes brothers Fox.
1: McAvoy Fox on and on and on and on it's states and they have a smaller talent pool but if you, we really want to get in I'm, I'll give the brief overview is that um a couple uh, you know about a decade ago like a generation ago because now we're seeing the uh, fruits of that labor um, the US went and looked at programs around the world and how can we make our our hockey development better
0: did they so, 10 years ago yeah.
1: Yep. About a generation ago. Cause now we're seeing that generation hit. So they looked at Canada. How do we develop? And then they went and looked at Sweden and Finland. Mm-hmm. So what's important to notice is like, yeah, Canada has a lot of hockey players that are making the NHL. It's still majority Canadian, but no shit. Every kid in Canada plays hockey growing up. Right. When right? I mean, you have a larger population than Sweden, Finland, all of those countries. Right. Right. You look at the percentage of players that make it from Sweden or Finland
0: right if you compare population to yeah player.
1: exactly they have way higher right so right. the states went over and looked at what they're doing and the most basic thing is that like Ty- tyler you didn't play hockey growing up so i guess this is like this might be a shock to you but like i remember as a kid growing up we had practices where you didn't touch a puck
0: yeah yeah i've seen it
1: yeah you would do practices no puck you don't touch a puck why the Crazy. fuck would you have a practice without touching a puck
0: i i completely agree with that i think that's complete bullshit i think you should be only touching pucks and stick handling should be way more promoted in practice than it was Should
1: be so the lowdown on it there is that this sweden and you know them they focus a lot more on individualistic skills whereas canada focuses more as the team aspect right um and we're seeing that being reflected now with the states and the direction that they changed their development program to um and the fruits of those labors being achieved right now so it's not even just that these guys are dinosaurs in that sense but you know, in the, uh, in how they're covering up abuse stuff, but they're falling behind on like what your main deliverable is supposed to be on development. Yeah. Wow. So just get rid of it all, put new people in, like, oh, just burn S- it to the ground.
0: Speaking of guys that have come up through the pipeline of America, I mentioned it Kachuk. What a player he is, and what a haul he got. Are you kidding me, Braden? I'll go through the trade for those that don't know the exact details. The Panthers get Matthew Kachuk signed. At eight years by 9.5 million. And a conditional fourth round pick. Braden, they get back Huberto. They get defenseman Mackenzie weger who's been very good. Forward Cole Schmidt, who's, you know, could be a bottom six forward. Yeah, third line upside. Right? And a conditional 2025 first round pick. Do we know the condition on it? It becomes a 2026 20, um, in a certain scenario. I
1: still stays a first though. So it's guaranteed, stays to a be first. A
0: first. guaranteed to be a first
1: man. Like
0: a blockbuster in every sense of the word. Hey, I,
1: I was at my cottage when I saw that drop and I immediately asked, like I had a bunch of people there. I just met that weekend. I said, does anyone watch hockey? And everyone went, no. And I was like, fuck, I cannot talk about this with anybody. <laughs> it, it blew my mind. And like, it, okay, first, before we get to the return that Calgary got, I will say, I think in an do part. That's a really good contract for Matthew Kachuk.
0: Yeah, not many people have been talking about the contract. I thought that was—I
1: thought he'd get ten.
0: Honestly, like I agree. I thought it was starting at ten. To be honest with you, I really like that deal from the contract. As far as Calgary, Florida, Bill
1: Zito, you are a madman, and you should—I I don't want to say you should be fired because you still got Matt Kachuk, but like you should be fired because yeah. Let me let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you this in he a vacuum. Be is Jonathan Huberdeau better than Matthew Kachuk?
0: I'll say this, next season, yes.
1: You think Huberdeau's better than Kachuk
0: next year? I I think so. I th- or at least last season he was um if not yeah. he is like uh, he was like top 5 in MVP voting, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's
1: just Huberdeau's not very good defensively whereas but he like, was Kachuk so
0: is. good offensively. But he was
1: so good offensively and like that's the next part I was going to like lean into is like Do I think Huberto is better than Kachuk? Personally, I don't. Do I think Matt Kachuk is that much better than Jonathan Huberto to warrant the addition of a top-pairing right-handed defenseman, a first-round pick, and a guy who's likely to play NHL games?
0: No. Like, no, not at all. I mean, you take away the top four... Right-handed defenseman out of that trade, and I'm like, Calgary made out pretty well for a guy that needed to trade. You add in that guy, and I say Calgary made an A plus. I don't know how you could have gotten a better return for a guy a that plus wanted plus. to get traded out.
1: Because the other part I have the issue with Florida is like, you had all the leverage, all of the leverage. How had had no leverage. How to did, leave. How did you lose a trade to a team with no leverage? You know, I looking don't understand. at the Panthers lineup, are they still monsters? Yeah, like of course. Uyghur this year. Yeah, like they were going to trade him. They they needed to move cap. So again, we're seeing that mm. cap space is the most valuable asset in the league.
0: There always is. Um,
1: With Huber, like, I've seen some people criticizing it. And for sure, like the value was lowered because both Huberto and Uyghur are uh, unrestricted free agents at the end of this year. So mm-hmm. you're, are they UFAs or RFAs?
0: They're both UFAs.
1: Okay. So they're both U- unrestricted, which you know, is even worse potentially than Kachuk. But even then, like, if you're not contending or you think they're going to leave, like you, if you're Brad living you're getting an answer before the trade deadline.
0: That's right. Because, Braden, I've already seen reports that Treleving has been called by other GMs wondering about the availability of Huberto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're telling me you could turn Huberto and Uyghur if you needed to into even more assets? Yep. Talk about an instant retool and rebuild.
1: Yep. Well, instant rebuild, right? It, 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 it sets you up both avenues of approach. What you can't do is exactly what happened here, where you're close to the playoffs and you go, we're going to keep them without an extension.
0: That's right. You cannot do that. No. I don't even care if you're in a playoff spot, you have to trade them.
1: No, dude, you got to pull like the NHL 22, like franchise mode. Uh, once I, you know, once we get to the trade deadline, even if we're in a playoff spot, sell them and just get the first round, <laughs> right? Get, right. The, get the first round gate revenue and get whatever you can. Right. Hopefully you've won enough that like, you could kind of go 500 the rest of the way and get in. But like you have, you you can't have a repeat of the two guys walking away like this, especially going into UFA, not even RFA. So, and
0: they're very valuable in themselves. Like you can't look back at this trade and be like, okay, well, he's the same as Kachuk. Like now you have these assets. You won that trade. You go out and win more trades. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And we know, like, we saw them say that they were willing to resign in Did They both longer. say that. They said they're like open to the idea of it. Obviously, they okay. said uh, they're not know,
0: like definitively first. leaving.
1: No, but they yeah, it wasn't a kachuk, I'm not re signing, fuck off. Like it was a yeah, like I'll see what's going on, like we'll potentially uh you know we're we're open to it. Right. So there you go. It's what two Canadian players as well? So none of the bullshit, oh they want to go back to the states, which I don't think is fair to criticize. Oh, I didn't know Uyghurs
0: anymore. Canadian. That's yeah. awesome. Good,
1: good Canadian kid. So Calgary made up like man, it's Florida. I don't know what part of me wonders if it was other teams in that division driving up the price just to try and fuck over one of the other teams.
0: I could have seen a few teams in that division go after Kachuk.
1: Apparently Boston was in. Yeah. Um, The
0: Canadian teams weren't so.
1: No. So, but then that's the thing, right? Is like how many Canadian teams that meet his criteria in that division. It's Florida and Boston.
0: Yeah. I'm sure there's Metro teams in it too.
1: For sure. And I'm sure you're driving the price. Like St. Louis for sure had some offer on the table absolutely um, but that was more than anything we ever thought it would be
0: there's no way St. Louis beat that offer like that's probably why they got that offer is because St. Louis had an offer table someone else had an offer table and Florida hey we need Uyghur too and they said fuck it let's do it
1: well it's interesting too because I'm thinking of like what the reported St. Louis offer was was Cairo Krug and a first
0: yeah I'd Obviously. rather this Florida <laughs> trade by a mile absolutely Shredo is legit in my opinion Braden right now not for the contract not for the next eight years not for four years from now but next year if i had one player to try and win a cup i'd rather have huberto on my team than matthew kachuk
1: you're insane uh, no <laughs> i disagree with that 100
0: i i mean i think the go physical into side it. that
1: kachuk brings and just with huberto too is like the guy like doesn't really put up goals
0: he scored a decent amount last Even year
1: this year i just mean in general right like that guy is primarily a playmaker
0: He's had in this last few seasons, 27 goals, 30 goals, 23 and 69, 20 and 55 and 30. So he's scoring 30 goals a year. And last year, 115 points.
1: Yeah. 85 assists. Yeah. Who's, who's he going to pass to in Calgary with Goudreau and Kachuk on
0: probably Lindholm. And, uh, Manjiapani is is he still there yeah he filed know. for arbitration
1: I'm gonna sound insane saying this I'm still not sold on Linholm. I know it's been like three years now that he's been like filthy with the
0: flames he's really good defensively a eh, Braden.
1: yeah oh you know what not even I'm just looking at his offense yeah, he put up 78 a couple years back he's really that's good defensively though 47 then point per game last year like that's not a 42 goal scorer
0: no but it's a top line center um I think like he's if you put him in like the Duchesne category, he's way better than Duchesne. Um, he's better than Caudry. He's better than a lot of players. He? People, yeah. In my really? opinion. Better yeah, than Caudry. For sure. Lindholm's really good. Lindholm is a very underrated part of that Calgary top line this year. The uh, Kachuk, um, Goudreau, Lindholm line. He led the league in plus minus, I'm pretty sure. Garbage dot. <laughs> um, I mean, other other than that, let's take a look at it from Florida's perspective now. Okay, you have Matthew Kachuk. Is it like what happens this year if you lose in the first round? Like, what happens? Are you just going to run it back with this team now? Is this your new core, Barkov? Oh, and yeah. Kachuk? They're good enough. Yeah, you think so? Well, yeah, let's pull up the roster here now. So, Bobrovsky and Net at 10 million for a while. Dude, you got
1: Sasha Barkov. Yeah. Remember how good Reinhardt was there last year, too? He was really good there <laughs> last year. He was fantastic. They got Duclair still. They got Ekblad. It's scary now because Ekblad's had a couple of injury, like, big injuries now, and like you don't have Uyghur to run the team when he's gone. Um, did Verhege leave, or did he, did he resign there?
0: Verhege's there. Duclair's there. Bennett's there. They all, Bennett. Excuse I- me. They all resigned, but they're also $3.8 million over the cap still.
1: So we're going to get him another move. I wonder who it is. I could see but a like,
0: Hornquist buyout or a Hornquist trade. Yeah, most likely
1: him. But then like Anton Lindell, like that guy was dark horse for Calder this year. He had a fucking unreal second half, 44 points in 65 games. Wow, really? Yeah, So like that, that guy was under the radar. A, that guy was good. So he's going to take a, a step then. Um, they've got players, man. Like I really like the Panthers lineup.
0: Let me ask you this, Brayden. How would you grade the trade? Let's do that. Let's grade the trade. Because I graded Flames an A+. a plus. Yeah, I'm going to give perfect. Florida a B-. Yeah,
1: I, I'm right on there with you. Because at the end of the day... It's still good, You still got the best player in the trade.
0: For eight years now at a good number. Yeah. You give up two guys who are probably leaving in a year. So this year kind of sucks. I feel as your team got worse using Hubert Owen for Chuck but you're only giving that up for a year really if you think about it that way for eight years of a that's why i'm not giving it a c it's a b minus for me And even then you'll still make the playoffs with that division they're definitely at least a wild card team at least if not top three
1: so here's a question for you does matthew kachuk finish that contract in
0: florida Well, I don't know about Florida going forward. To be honest, if Bobrovsky plays Vesna-wise, then yeah, they're going to be great. And maybe Kachuk does well and wants to stay there. But even after the trade, he did say, I could definitely see myself being in St. Louis.
1: I give it four years.
0: You think? Yeah, I mean, eight years is a long time, Braden. So who knows, man?
1: I think Florida's nice while it's hot. And obviously it's always thought, but I'm talking more of their uh, standings mm-hmm. as soon as they slip. He's not he's made it clear with Calgary like, you know, they weren't good enough for him. And obviously there was other like extenuating circumstances. They wanting to be closer to home. But like,
0: but if I'm, Calgary was the second highest favorites to win the cup, he would not be leaving.
1: Yeah. If they went to the Western Conference final like two, three years in a row, like he's not leaving. Obviously, like, that's a big demand. But, you know, consistently making deep runs, I guess we can say.
0: Right. Um not getting mopped by the Oilers in the second round
1: yeah which shout out Jacob Markstrom
0: maybe he honestly thinks that this is a better team to win a cup with and that was a big decision for him too well for right now like who would you rather be on the Flames or the uh, Panthers the Panthers but if I'm a young player honestly these Flames I could see them becoming very quickly relevant again and I don't think it'll be relevant this year but I don't think they're going to be irrelevant at the same time. They'll likely not be in the oh. bottom three, bottom five. They'll they still playoffs. have a good team.
1: They'll make playoffs, dude. People, unless they sell like those two players, they're in the playoffs. Um,
0: Markstrom is underrated. He had a bad, he had a bad postseason. Yeah, bad yes, but he is a top five goalie in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, Probably like, fifth for sure. Yeah, opinion. right
1: behind Demko. Mm-hmm. So that's like. Yeah, people were talking about like the kind of I saw Canucks fans talking about how Vancouver can push now with Kachuk and Guchel They'll still I think the Canucks will still push, but like it's not what it was, you know, with Kachuk wanting out.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, so you agree with my grades, A plus, B minus? Perfect grades. OK, I love it. Um, we only have about seven more minutes left, so I kind of want to touch on Nino to the Predators. Uh, what's your take on the Predators now? It looks like they're kind of going for it, eh, Brayden?
1: Yeah, so as a Leafs fan, would you rather have Nino Niederreiter at that deal or Yarn Yarncroke at his deal?
0: I'd rather have Nino Niederreiter, to be honest with you. <laughs> would you rather
1: have Nino R- Niederreiter on
0: that deal or Alex Kerfoot on his deal? I'd rather have Nino need a rider, but I also would rather have Yarn Crow than Kerfoot because I think Yarn Crow is the type of player the Leafs need, uh, not to transition too far off of Nino, but Yarn Crow is very defensive and I love that as a shutdown third liner. But back to Nino, he would absolutely, there's a lot of teams looking at that contract. like, excuse me. I why was there not better offers on the table, Braden?
1: Because and this comes back to what we've talked about all the time. Um, I said it when we were talking about the, you know, Kachuk trade and I'll bring up another example of it. So there's a report today that the Canucks might have to take a bad contract back in a JT Miller trade. And that's because the most, that makes sense because the most important thing in the league is cap space. And the whole thing behind the Miller thing is
0: what team has cap space right now. No competitive team is 5 million in cap space. Dude, even shitty
1: teams are capped out. That's true. There's no room anymore. So why didn't Nino get that deal? Well, I, I think his options were you could sit around and wait for cap space to be created or you could get yourself a guaranteed job. You That's know true. Why are players like Klingberg and, you know, Kadri still out? They're waiting on trades without a doubt. They've talked to teams. Yeah. I've seen reports saying that apparently the Canucks are trying to work on a trade so that they could sign Klingberg. Um, I don't know if he, The Canucks are? Apparently. I don't know. That if would it could,
0: be really nice, I think.
1: I wouldn't like it, but I don't... They don't need another offensive D man. They've got OEL and uh, Hughes. Like, they don't need another, even though he's right shot. But, but you know my what? point being with Nino is just, I think he, like, that's what it came down to. It was like, do you want to wait some more and see? Or do you want to just sign and make sure you have a job and guaranteed term, right? Take the guarantee. Only I, two
0: years. Like, you can get repaid at 31.
1: Cap's going to jump after two years. It's going up 10 mil.
0: And here's the thing about Nashville, Braden, because I know we do this almost every week, but they are one of the only competitive teams with cap space. They have 4.1 million in cap space right now, still after that Rider deal.
1: He's a good GM, man. Divpoils. Miller
0: to Nashville, I could see it. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen.
1: Oh, uh, I don't. Even Why know not, right? There. Like Fabro,
0: kind of going for it.
1: There's a lot where it just makes sense, man. Like. They make sense. I don't know. We could talk at Miller again. We've talked it a million times, really. Like, we're going to keep bringing it up like this until he, he gets moved to resign. Just trade him.
0: Um, um, speaking of resign, uh, Lion A in Columbus, $7.5 million, Braden, a year for four years, oh, buying one year of uh, UFA. There is one. This relates to Lion A. So
1: I just want to bring it up, but to just further illustrate uh, how important Capspace Space is. Mm hmm. Is uh, Seattle just got an excellent top six player in Oliver Bjorkstrand for a third and a fourth round pick
0: because Columbus had to resign Patrick Laine? A third and a fourth round pick for a legitimate top six forward, possibly a top line winger. Yeah, a
1: winger who has more goals in his last three seasons combined than Patrick Laine does. Is that true? Yeah, wow. that's actually true. I, th- I added up myself. I think it's close. Like Laine is at sixty eight, and Bjorkstrand is at a very nice sixty nine. Nice, but. It is nice. But even then, like, he's got more goals, man. Like, I'm still taking Patty Line as the goal scorer. And
0: Me too, going forward, especially with Duro and yeah, Line's skill. But
1: in that deal, like, I like that deal. But can we just talk about, like, how funny of a player Patrick Line is?
0: We can. Let's do it.
1: Like, I love that. I love the advanced stats cards where they show it. And even, like, did you see the one I said? I sent it to the group when we saw the deal get resigned.
0: It, he literally like, had three things 100%. And everything else, everything was else is like zero. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like Less than
1: 10%. Finishing, 100%. Like he can finish. And then like, but his like his overall like offensive contribution, I think they had it like 12% or something. Like super low in the red. Just right. Like he, like, then the guy explained it. It was like, line, I can't break into the zone zone. All of his shots are perimeter shots. He doesn't take any high danger shots. It's literally just, he's that good of a fit of a finisher that what is like a 1% shot for a different player is like, a 14% shot for him.
0: If he had a league average shot, he wouldn't be in the NHL, but he has a top five (laughs) shot in the NHL. So he's he's a top 50 player.
1: That's a perfect way of putting it. You're right. He would not be in the NHL if it was an average NHL shot.
0: But he would, or he does have a top three, top Top five NHL shot. I think it's the best shot
1: in the league. I think he has the best like overall shot in the league.
0: Wow. I don't know. I, I would put Matthews and Ovi above him.
1: I don't just because what those guys have that he doesn't is that they get into the high danger areas.
0: Right. Line A is just smarter. taking slap shots and wrist shots from the corner yeah, and scoring. Dude, he's coming 40. down off
1: the rush. Like he plays like Jake Vertanen does, except he could finish. Like Vertanen used to always like fly in and take like a shitty shot from like the outside, like half wall. Like doesn't do anything. This is an easy blocker. Right, so line 1% just...
0: chance with them, but with Line a, it's like a 9% chance of going in. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and it's just, it's for whatever reason, like that's just his thing.
0: Wow. That's pretty funny. Um, I love that the deal made for Columbus. And yeah, the Seattle deal, low key, is going to look great. Seattle's making some moves this offseason. They're making
1: moves, man. They're looking at the Pacific. They know it's wide open. And who's got the most cap space in the league?
0: They still do, right? By I like guess, um, five, eight sure. million. Yeah,
1: I haven't looked. So we might be off. But Like they're one of the teams with some of the most, right? Like for sure. It, cap space is the most important commodity in the NHL. And teams are starting to recognize that more and more.
0: All right, Brayden, I think that does it for a hockey talk. Just a short episode uh, for this week. But is there anything in Brains love corner before we wrap up? This time I'm really going to do it. It's been a tough week,
1: eh, kid? <sighs> tough week for the kid. We got some bad news on one front that I won't go into
0: out of respect for the parties involved. Um... I think it's just, you know what it is? It's like you said, we we're early pre-show. Online dating kind of sucks, eh?
1: So here's, here's the rundown with what happened to the kid this week we get a nice little match on the tinder on the day of the other bad news i found out um so feeling down and i'm like oh this chick's like this girl's cute she's really cute nurse a bit of a red flag but whatever we'll roll with it up
0: Are nurses um, a red flag little sidebar here Yeah, absolutely are you kidding why me? is that i 100 percent agree i just want to hear you describe why they are crazy they are crazy nurses and like just think
1: of like who you went to high school with that became a nurse like it's always like the really <laughs> mean like, bitchy girl or like they're just the insane like uh oh like my horse God. girl they're either horse girls horse girl and nurse girl are it's the same energy there um anyhow but we're desperate no we're not desperate we're, we're holding out for what we want but oh my gosh she's cute like we'll hit her up so i start talking to her
0: our heroes were scrubs
1: and uh good like it's going well i'm like okay like she seems cool like this is good like you know so basic question but pop the uh you know what you looking for on here mm-hmm. and she goes oh you know nothing serious it's just in a for you know big relationship but like i'm good to go like see what's up how about you i'm like oh yeah me too like got out of one like a year ago like i'm kind of just seeing what's out there and where things lie uh so she likes that message this is a, this is the important part we've been she like she likes it like
0: she double taps, yeah, she it, double taps it and we've
1: been like double tapping like each other's messages throughout so like okay. she double taps me saying yeah like i'm just looking to see what's out there and like just let things roll so she likes that message and i follow up it sounds like you know we're on pretty similar like pages that we're looking for then what's your number so i send both those messages and i see oh notification you know she liked the uh she liked that message i'm like cool i'm waiting and i don't get a text with her number
0: Right, even though she liked it. Yeah, so I go,
1: okay. I'm like, we'll give it a little bit. An hour goes by. I'm like, what the fuck? This is weird. I'm like, I'm like sitting here. I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, I I was like, maybe she, uh, maybe she typed it out. She just forgot to hit send. That can happen to the the best of us. So I throw in a follow-up just, uh, oh, you know, or if you just prefer messaging on here, like, I'm cool with that. Nothing. No answer we're at a couple i don't know that was like last night at 10 It's six thirty right now so we're 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 over the 12 hour mark we're drawing dead yeah there's most likely this is dead so i just don't get it and like talking with people people are like like you know i i go i go to lady friends Like, go what the fuck like I, i'm not a woman you get it right me.
0: like how what's going on am i doing something and they home? go
1: and then they go you know people will go on those apps just for validation right and i'm like fuck like you're right so just dealing with all the like you're wasting time and energy and an honest to God hope on useless leads. Where it's just like, what the fuck dude? What's the point of this? Like, like we were talking to the pre-show. like you don't meet people on Tinder.
0: It's harder to meet someone on Tinder by about tenfold compared so to bullshit. In person.
1: You can, like, I'm a pretty charismatic guy. I think I'd say, I think I'm pretty open.
0: Yeah. It feels though your personality is big in a room and people yeah, enjoy that.
1: I think I got an energy to me that people uh, are into. But to display that over like just messaging that,
0: oh, you've never met the kid. I know. I've never felt comfortable doing it. I feel comfortable myself and presenting myself in person. I think I can do very well. Yeah. Um, Oh,
1: and just like my humor itself, right? Like, oh, totally. Ladies love the funny guy show, my boy Pete Davidson, but we text all the time. Um, No way. You text Pete Davidson too. Yeah, I'll get get him on the show. But like, you know, my, my humor shines in like conversationalist uh approaches you know like just i feel as moment. though i
0: swing and miss a lot when it comes to the messaging online
1: it, it's impossible man no one knows if you're joking or if you're serious it's so tough yeah because, and it's such like we've talked about it. you got to come up with like the perfect opener that's like just unique but also like that leaves enough for a follow-up and this and this and this and that whereas like in person i could just walk up to you and
0: be like nice shoes do they come with a hat and read the vibe and go from there
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: yeah i totally feel you man so what is, I think we just need more house parties, more at bats out there in the real yeah, world.
1: We do. We do. That's why we're going to the bars. You know, oh, it's just like this girl said to me on Tinder too. You know, we're, we're getting a little, a little sexy too in the conversation, right?
0: Oh boy. our rated so, conversation coming up. Close your ears. Yeah, and then listener. guess what
1: she says to me? I say to her, you know, I goes on a scale of one to 10, you know, I go, how, how do you, what do you think I, I'd be rated as a lover? And she goes, Oh, you know, I'm not very good at fractions.
0: <laughs> oh boy should we end it there maybe <laughs> um i once walked in on my parents having sex it was the most embarrassing 30 minutes of my life <laughs> she sent me a snap too eh did like, she?
1: i did i did get her snap yeah yeah yeah. she sent me a snap this picture of her in this like really sexy negligee oh yeah yeah the only issue is she was coming home from her ex's house